Hey guys, that was weird. <laughs> Do you hear like my, my yeah. lips? Like mwah. that is one of my pet peeves. <laughs> Actually, was, when, this when, is ASMR now. Yeah. Oh jeez, no, please, no. Uh. All right, let's try that one again. Um, <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Wondering Faith, a show where we discuss all the things that faith makes us wonder. Today, Paul and I sat down with our friend Kate, and we were wondering, we're so busy. How do we make time for friendships? Hope you enjoy. Wonder does abound, even amidst the confusion and troubles in this fragile but precious world. I guess that's not really a question. <laughs> no, well, it's a statement, right? No, no, we're busy. Questions. How do I do? Oh, how do yeah, we make time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did yeah, yeah. start out with that. We're busy. Important little part of yeah. Don't we're so busy. It. Yeah, I mean, I hardly make time for you guys. This is, <laughs> no, this is the only time I'm really expect to see you this week. So that's right. That's, what we, that's why we do this, Paul. Yeah. So we can so hang we out. We have to schedule time. <laughs> we schedule our hangouts to have fun <laughs> once a month. Yeah, but I am really excited for this question because this is something that I know I've thought a lot about, especially when you move different places and you make friends from different parts of your life, yeah. you know, from even from grade school, middle school, high school, college, and there's always people you connect with and then how do you really keep up? And especially if you move or you're in a different stage of life, like <laughs> you're, you just get things kind of just slowly die out sometimes, or sometimes they can, you know, you can still keep up with people. But I feel like with how uh, much people move around in all the different places people go. I feel like this question is like relevant to you know most people I know for sure. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it, long gone are the days of like going up to somebody on the playground and saying, "Hey, will you be my friend?" Yeah. Right? It's a little bit. It's a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Than I tried that. it like, yesterday. Yeah, it, it didn't work. <laughs> and they just looked at me. <laughs> oh, the kids. Dude, they will. They would. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's not really okay or socially appropriate anymore. Probably not. But, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Um, no, you're right. You're right. But yeah, what is it? Yeah, I guess. And so there's a lot of questions that we can dive into talking about friendship, what it means to be a good friend, how you do invest in relationships. And I mean, how that probably is actually a spiritual thing. I mean, like, yeah, uh, that that's not, you know, <laughs> okay, my spiritual life is over here. But but actually, no, it, good, accountable friendships, relationships, both people that encourage you in faith and also actually friendships with people that are not out of the faith. Out of yeah. the faith. I mean, I, again, kind of that you what, don't have everything in common with. Right. Yeah. What 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 does God encourage in us and for us through relationships? I think this is a huge question. I think one that young adults, actually everybody, really yeah. I guess addresses. Yeah. I mean, everyone has a certain level of whether they have you know five friends or ten friends or one friend. I mean, like or a bunch of friends. Again, I, I think our, our there was some statistic recently I, I read that the number of close friends that people have are going down mm. like drastically like mm. guys specifically mm. like super small I, I wish that I I thought of it until just right now so I could look it up <laughs> we did a lot of prep for this don't show check <laughs> don't worry guys nope. I mean, it, but, it, but it, it's it's true that, that all the kind of friendships the numbers the statistics of those things have, have gone down and so I think that talking about this through the lens of, of faith what God wants yeah um, is huge. What, what should we strive for? Is it just a thing where we always just feel guilty? We feel like we're not doing enough as a friend or we feel yeah. like people are slowly just leaving us uh, kind of in, in the dust. And, you know, I'd really be curious as to how they measured close friendships in that study. You'd have, you'd have to find that and try okay. to see. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be interested. <laughs> but Kate, so you had 
this great idea for this question and for this topic for today. So what brought this to mind for you? Yeah, I think I was just thinking about through every stage of life. So think back to when we were young kids and what making friendships looked like then. And then in high school with all the extracurricular activities that you have. And again, we're busy. We have so much going on. And in college, you're involved in a bunch of different organizations. You have school. You're trying to balance it all. And then when you get to adulthood, having a career and trying to navigate friendships, I mean, it's difficult. And so I think the idea behind why do friendships matter and what do they look like Mm. when life gets really busy Um, God's design for us is to be relational and how do we do that when we have so much going on around us Mm. and I would just say that you prioritize what matters in your life Mm. and so Mm. I challenge you with are you too busy are you too busy for God's design for us Mm. as people Um, because friendships are hard but I do think that they require work and they require efforts and the more you're willing to do that and invest that I think the more fruit you'll see come from friendships in your yeah. life yeah yeah I think that's hugely important of God's will for your life and Ben you were touching on this a little bit of that this should not be something that's you know secondary to what we focus on but like especially being in ministry if we're supposed to be so focused on people and the good yeah. people then kind of how are we living out with the people closest to us uh, you know theoretically at least right I yeah mean, I mean well it seems like this is what Jesus did. Yeah. Like, this, this was, was his church. Focused on his friends. Hey, yeah. yeah. Do you want to come hang out with me, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let's go hang out for a while. Yeah. Let's do some cool stuff together. Not like, hey, do you want to come visit me for an hour on Sundays and, and we're going to mm. sit and be here? But no, you want to welcome you into my life yeah. and be a friend. And again, and, and so Jesus does model this where he has close friends mm-hmm. and then and then you know you know and yep. in other words he did have uh, concentric circles like yeah, exactly. some people were really close spend most time and okay so we, i mean with jesus we do see that there is some like i don't know difference in how much time and investment that he gave mm-hmm. to certain people like he had his three closest friends and then from there you know 12 disciples and then uh, everyone branched out so i feel like that right there is a like we can feel okay with pouring into maybe some people more than than other people but I think the hard thing too and Kate you're saying this with with all the different stages of life um, for one every friendship takes work but it's a lot easier when you're around the people all the time like if they are at school every day like you don't have to work to or add on time together like you're just already spending time together Uh, so so with the with the really close friends and maybe you can speak personally with this too with the close friends that you had like your best friend from another stage of life and then you're out of that stage like what's been your experience with with those relationships like have you really tried to keep those just as strong as they were or have they kind of fizzled out and has that been like a struggle for you personally yeah i think I mean, coming out of college, especially when you're around your friends all the time. I mean, that's the whole point of college is that you're with friends and in community and doing things literally all the time. And you really can just pick up at any point. Hey, want to go play soccer? Hey, want to go grab dinner? Hey, want to go do this? Um, And so I would say for me, at least, college was a time of really investing in friendships Mm. and having the time and space to do that. Um, and graduating college, I think, is really difficult. You, you know, are tossed into the real world. Those friends that you made in college are going to different places and different cities. 
and doing their own way of life in a different way. And um, it was really difficult for me at first to try and navigate. So what does this friendship look like? Mm. Okay, I guess I call you now instead of just asking you to get dinner all the time. I mean, it does change and morph and look different. But what I would say is those friendships for me that have lasted are the ones that I do put in effort to be vulnerable, show up as my authentic self, and invest in their lives. And I think a lot of times when you have those long distance friendships, it's easy to just ask about what's going on in their life. Mm. But what I've really found to be the thing that has kept these friendships so strong is not only ask what's going on for all the updates, but ask how that makes them feel and how that's impacted their life and how the things going on in their world have impacted them. Um, Because that creates a level of authenticity that I think friendships require Mm. to last beyond distance. Yeah. Wow, that's that's definitely, I think, a really insightful thing as far as friendships go, that it's not simply like the t- the FaceTime that you have, not, not FaceTime like video <laughs> chat, but it's not just the face-to-face time necessarily because you could have really shallow relationships of, with people that you see very often, but yeah. going that next step of, of going deeper and, you know, opening up to, to one another, there's the trust there, there's the bond there, and that even if you don't maybe spend a lot of time with someone, if you're able to do that with someone long distance, whatever, or just every often, that look, sounds like it would be the key to keeping a friendship actually what it should be, where this is someone who I trust with the parts of myself that I don't trust with other people, like that they get to see more of me than I really let on to others. I think that's a really, that's a good point. I never really thought of that. I should open up more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm thinking about this. So like I've had some amazing friends throughout my life and I've moved a lot, lived in a lot of different places and I think God's brought different people in different seasons and I mean, I could pick up, like I just had a, a friend who was in my wedding just texted and say, hey, I'm coming tomorrow and I haven't talked to him. I, need, I forgot to text him for his birthday. Like, I haven't yeah. talked to him yeah. for probably yeah. over a year or mm-hmm. whatever else but again, we'll be able to pick up kind of where we left off. Uh, again, we're close friends and uh, but I don't necessarily check in with him all that often because, again, it's time and space. Uh, I, I don't – he's not in my yeah, <laughs> regular everyday, uh, everyday yeah. life. Out of sight, out of mind. A, yeah, really. And, but, and there's a lot – I think there's a lot of people in my life that that would probably – that I, I think fondly of, that they would consider them friends, but I don't necessarily – they're not a part of my day-to-day. Now that I also have other friends that are a part of my day-to-day that I do, you know, reach out to, check in with, uh, and um, – and I, I don't, I don't know. So I, I think that, I think that there's the whole concept of like seasons. Uh, there's seasons of time where God brings. I mean, again, so Jesus had friends, but he really only had them for about a few years. Yeah, yeah. you know, right? it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a lifelong friendship. And so mm-hmm. lifelong friendship is unique. Lifelong friendship is. I, I mean, it's not something to not aspire to. Obviously, it's something, okay, that's that's really unique when you see that. And, and obviously, marriage is a picture of that lifelong friendship, you know, in, in marriage relationship. But, um, yeah, but I, I think that just being faithful with the people in front of you and surrounding you, incarnational, like, hey, we're together in this. Say, you know, Paul and I, you know, we're good friends. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and pretty much <laughs> <laughs> fine Paul yeah, yeah, you can speak for yourself but that's <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much I'm gonna go cry um, but but uh, <laughs> but again different again different seasons would, would again I think we'll always be friends even if you know if we move apart or whatever yeah. else but I, again I, it's not like we'll be a part of each other's day to day right 
every and, and that's and that, that's not a bad thing. That's, no. that's not that's you know that's not. No. I, I think I think that's an okay thing to recognize. Okay, friendships are important, um, but is the goal lifelong friendship or is the goal kind of connectivity and in pointing and, and, and being accountable to and for one another and pointing each other to Christ or what yeah I guess what is the role of friendship yeah well that's a deeper question uh, and I think you know maybe a related question that we can put you know some some practical kind of experience or like answer on this it's like let's say um, you you had a close friend and then you're in a different season of life and you maybe you're busy maybe you got married or you had a kid or something and they're like also not in that life stage maybe they're still single or no kids or something and you're also maybe not living close together and then you're feeling guilty like you aren't checking in the same level that you did or you know you you just you've just got your your plate full with these other things that are good you know these other relationships the people right in front of you but then you're struggling with this guilt of like oh my gosh I haven't checked in I haven't asked them how they're doing oh yeah they've got this thing going on in their life and I haven't even been able to check in or they post on social media about this big life change I don't even know about it uh like for people that are right in that kind of stage of, of yeah, guilt yeah. like what what would you say like what would you like counsel with I think have some grace for yourself yeah. you know I mean people truly if they're a good friend will understand right. yeah. life happens and right. there's yeah. different things that go on in your life that's going to look different from someone yeah. else's life but to Ben's point I mean, be faithful to the community that is in front of you. And it's not always going to be easy. And it's not, you know, it does require time and sacrifice. But at the same time, when you choose to invest in that way, it's going to look different than how you could invest when you were single and you didn't have kids and, you know, you lived in the same city. It's going to look different and that's going to morph. Um, but at the end of the day, is that someone who you could call in a heartbeat and pick the phone up mm. and say, hey, I'm here for you. What's going on? Tell me about what's happening in your life. Yeah. You know, it's what makes that friendship last, I think, mm-hmm. is more important. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, exactly right, because even as you were talking, Ben, about, you know, well, with, just with you and me, like, that, no matter what, where we are, what we're doing, yeah. I always feel like if I've got something crazy going on, you would be the person I'd want to call and just hear what you thought about it, because right. you'll yeah. tell me what you think. Yeah. And Look at I, this I really... bromance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is affirmation hour, okay, so everyone. <laughs> if, you, if you just need to see yourself out, I mean, you know. I'm here for We've it. We've got a lot of I'm friendly affirmations, you know, we got to cover. Uh, but I think that is actually true, yes. like. And I could see, well, I've even had experiences where I've caught, actually, uh, a specific experience where a friend from college hadn't talked to for a while, really didn't keep up with, uh, and they're also at, at, at seminary, and then, but I had, to, I had to call them, and I called a few other people to help out with this, like, kind of unique project that kind of involved them, or, like, they would have had interest in. And asked them to kind of help out with it, and they did, and it was good, and then didn't talk to them again. Um, but, like, the first time I called, they did not pick up, and then later they did. But then they <clears throat> texted later and, like, hey, I ignored your call the first time because I feel like the only times that you reach out are when, like, you need something. And I was like, Ooh, oh, wow. Hey, dude, I'm so sorry. And, like, I feel like, well, for one, that I feel like that was the only time I really ever <laughs> reached out to you, and it wasn't even for me. It was like trying to get something arranged for someone else. Um, if you're listening, Paul, is so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I really am. Well, and I've in the time since I've reached out a few times, like, hey, I just I'd love to hear how things are going. Um, like, yeah. you know, thank you for sharing how you felt, and I totally did not mean. Now this person, and it's not, um, well, it's not like 
a blanket statement, but I just maybe a thing we could also unpack. Not married, you know, not in a relationship, just kind of doing their own thing. And I'd, I'd say with maybe they have more time in hands. Maybe they don't. I mean, yeah. we kind of talked about their singleness episode, singleness, not to just yes. assume that. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it, I did not really think of how my reaching out would have been perceived, even though it's someone that I would have felt comfortable to call up. And, you know, so it's like those instances, it's like, oh, man, like I've, I think about all the people that I could be keeping up with. And it's like it could feel like a lot. Like when, I've got my car ride home, you know, that I 20, 30 minutes that I yeah. try to call people in, in my life. Otherwise, yeah, you get home and you're trying to get dinner in the house and, you know, have quality time with, you know, wife and family and stuff. And yeah, it's like, where do you, where do you find that margin? How do you be intentional with trying to keep up those people? I think it's, it is a difficult thing. And it's not like it's so much easier for someone who's single, but it is a little bit more complicated when you are married and you got kids and you got all those things going on, I think. I mean, what'd you say? Yeah, I mean, this, this kind of goes a little bit to, Caitlin, you had a couple of really good questions that you kind of suggested as we were kind of coming into this conversation and what I was thinking was this one that says what do question or what do uh, friendships require to be lasting yeah. so what 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 in other words what makes a lasting relationship what makes a last because again if a, a friendship or is, is a relationship between two people right or more right multiple but I mean at least at least two and they both experience that relationship from two separate vantage points yeah. and so some might in, you know, uh, interpret uh, time or, or whatever else as one is uh, as one thing or, or or not. And sometimes they need other things, right? They need you know different affirmations or different mm-hmm. check-ins or different things. And I think and so which which leads to a different question that you had in here too, which was uh, is is the risk of being fully known. And so like in our relationships, there are some relationships that I think that we are comfortable maybe at an arm's distance. Saying, okay, I'm cool if you know me. I'll consider you my friend, but I, I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep you right here, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna keep you a little bit further away. And not not because I don't like you, not because uh, not because of anything else other than there's really only so many people that you can invite so super close. Yeah, right. I, I mean, like yeah. it, that. That's okay. It's not a bad thing. Which which makes me think a little bit of maybe the question that somebody might be thinking is, I don't think I need any friends. Mm-hmm. Like that. I I I mean. I have my friends that are my sitcoms or something, you know, like I, I have my, my TV friends. Shows. My yeah. TV shows. I mean, yeah. seriously though, like I'm not even kidding hmm. that, that there are people like I, I'm, I'm too burnt out. I'm too, I, uh, I've been burned by friends in the past. I, I don't have the emotional energy to, to invest in relationships. Um, and the, yeah, do friendships give, especially people that, that are, that are giving type people, right. Yeah. That, and if they've always been in relationships that that maybe like friendships, a one-way street, one-way maybe. street, and like yeah. should they be reciprocal? Should you yeah. hold people almost to a little bit of account? Like if you're the only one ever reaching out and checking in and right. asking how things are going, and the other person's not really right. ever, I don't know. Um, then yeah, is that wrong? And like, should you want that? Yeah, I mean, but I think that's that's a great point. It's, a, it's an interesting question. I know that somebody, I'm sure somebody is thinking like I, you know, have had friends in the past, but. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm too busy for friends. And also I'm too emotionally spent to, mm-hmm. to invest in that right now. Um, yeah. And I think that's a valid question. And I know we talk about all of this and it sometimes seems like, wow, this is really complicated. Like friendships seem like there's a lot that goes into it. How do you show up? How do you, yeah. you know, but to, at the same time, like I think scripture makes it really easy. Yeah. I and 
I think about the friendships in my life and like what makes them good, like what makes those people good friends. Yeah. And I can tell you it's not anything they gave me. It's not anything that they did for me per se. It's not anything crazy as much as it is like life is hard. <laughs> life is really difficult and God's design wasn't for you to go through it alone. So bring people in your corner who can yeah. go through it with you. Like yeah. it's a simple design. Mm. Um, but at the same time, those people who I value the most are the ones who just show up. <laughs> yeah. They just show up. And it, especially with Easter, just wrapping up, it reminds me in scripture, my favorite Bible verse in all of scripture is after the resurrection and Jesus tells the disciples to come and have breakfast. Um, and Bob Goff just posted a little quote about this, but like Jesus didn't give a speech after he was resurrected. He made breakfast for his friends. And like, that's that. really simple. Like, it's yeah. a really simple no, thing I to do. That John 21 thing. We were just talking about yeah. this a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but man, like, those are the things that hmm. I value in friendship is not the friends who just give me a bunch of advice and preach at me or, right. you know, are those kind of friends. But you don't are the like ones... it when I do that? Paul. <laughs> Paul gives great advice, guys. Don't, don't doubt it. Um, I, hope, I hope it's not like Yeah. That. No, but are really the ones who, when you're having a difficult season or a difficult moment, who just show up. Or even when you're on a mountaintop and are experiencing really good things in life, they just show up to celebrate you. And that's kind of something that I've wanted to challenge myself with is just like be the friend who shows up. And it's like, what do you want to be known for as a friend? Like, yeah. what would y'all say? Yeah. What do you want to be known for in friendship? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really nice, simple place to, to start. There's a lot there. Uh, and as far as this idea of showing up, like you're talking about, like, what are the things for you and thinking of those specific friends? Like, what were the ways that they demonstrated that? Like, was it a text at the right time? Was it uh, a phone call? Was it just physically being there? Was it them asking certain questions? Like, what gave you the impression that, yeah, they, they really care about me, and so they're here for me in this way? Like, what, what are the Yeah, things? I mean, text and encouragement of who I am in Christ, so bringing me back to God's Word. And then, yeah, showing up and showing up can mean a lot of different ways. A phone call in person, I'm thinking of you. It can be a simple text, you know, whatever that looks like. But just showing up for those people in their life, not only when they need you, but also when they don't need you. And just saying, hey, I care about you and I'm here for you. And as Jesus puts it, it can be as simple as, hey, come, let's have breakfast. Let's get together. Let's live life together. Hmm. Hmm. Easy enough. <laughs> Period. Yeah, I mean, well, I, so, I mean, friendship is, it's, it's. Uh, I think we just kind of take it for granted a little bit, maybe, because it's so, yeah. it's so much a part of. Uh, well, it's a, it's a part of everyday life, right? And so, and and especially working at a church, you're, we've already talked about this, but that is the very nature of what we're called to do is is to, I, again, Jesus says that you will be my friends right mm. i mean like that, that's that's a uh yeah, no longer will i call you servants yes but friends john 15 john 15 yeah. right here, yeah right here i no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business instead i have called you friends for everything that i've learned from my father i've made known to you um and so yeah and in the whole you know just before that greater love has known than this to lay one's life down mm. for one's friends and so the whole concept of of relationships and friendships is is central to uh, living out of the gospel, right? Is is the gospel is not just an individual, uh, an individual salvation, right? There is there is you know promise for me, but it's also promise 
for a community yeah. mm-hmm. and, and, a, and a making of a new family and making of uh, something new post, like we said, post Easter, post resurrection, that, that God's transforming family, transforming relationships um, and, and, and again, making meaning and significance out of friendships to say that, hey, we're going to go make friends of the world. Mm. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> friends. Uh, Not with the world. Not with the world. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> friends. But yeah, to establish those relationships with people that don't believe or see things the same at all um, right with the hopes of just blessing them and letting jesus be known through that relationship well and that's that's the thing too are like are your closest friends the people that ultimately like agree generally like with the core stuff like with the stuff that you value the most are they the people that um like your closest friends do they agree with that or are your closest friends people that really don't agree fundamentally with like the most basic stuff that you believe like what is I would it? say mine is honestly definitely a mix and I think yeah. as Christians like <laughs> obviously we're called to be around other Christians in community as the mm-hmm. body of Christ um but at the same time God brings people in our life who aren't believers and yeah. who can look drastically different from us and there are those people in my life who I would say that's a really good friend of mine mm. um and it's difficult obviously because we have different values our interests are different our lives can look very different Um, but at the same time, our friendship is really good, which I know is kind of a crazy thing to say. And and I honestly don't even know why I can say that and why that's possible other than like God's grace is enough for that friendship to be enough. Yeah. And, um, I really do value those friendships, Mm. honestly, the ones that look drastically different than the things uh, that make me who I am, um, and that person. And so, yeah, I would say that it's supposed to look like a mix of people. It's not supposed to look like everyone who looks like you and values the same things you do. Um, but it's supposed to look different. Yeah. Yeah. It totally makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. I have, I would say that, yeah, my core friendships are definitely people that I would, uh, see eye to eye with probably Mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways. Um, but, but even, but even in my closest friends, I mean, like they're, you know, we hold on to Christ (laughs) <laughs> and then, and then, and then we have lots of different views yeah. and lots of different things. Um, but, but then I also have, you know, people that I, that I love dearly that are good friends that, you know, yeah, don't, don't have faith. And so, uh, and then recognizing what role, um, role that I guess, I guess each, yeah, what, what friendships, I guess what role they play in my life that, that, um, I'm not, well, this is the thing. This is another really interesting thing, in my mm. opinion, is sometimes Christians, we, we think that like uh, that friendships, so this whole making friends with people is like a way to convert people or something like mm. that. Yeah. And rather than just simply saying, hey, let's make relation, like be in a relationship with somebody. And if the spirit of God transforms, OK, great. But like not uh, that the relationship is ministry, like the, 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 the relationship is where Christ shows up. Not like Christ, that okay, I, you as my friend, I need you to believe in Jesus before I can be your friend. But rather, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to show who Jesus is and how he's impacted yeah. my life in this relationship. And this is going to be, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm saying it exactly how I'm thinking it, but um, but I think sometimes we can, again, we can either shy away from having relationships with people that you know don't believe for that reason, or we can overly, you know, try to evangelize in friendships. And I I, I guess, obviously, we're called to evangelize, but the point is not simply a propositional 
truth. Like again, Jesus's call is relational. Is okay, come follow me, be in relationship with me, and this is where ministry happens: is that Christ exists here in this place, and I'm going to embody Christ um, in, intentionally, both in my relationships that. You know that uh, well. It's like Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, right? Mm. The Christ in my brother is stronger than the Christ in yeah. me, mm-hmm. right? And so, like that, that I would see Christ, and I, because I need relationships, because I need the strength that I see in in, in y'all, right? I, I need I need that strength in somebody else because it, I I will never be strong enough on my own. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I I'm I think friendships friendships are are incredibly important to life, but most people that are in friendships, obviously, there are like billions of people in the world, they have lots of have friends. Most of them don't believe in, in Jesus, right? So yeah. shouldn't Christian friendships look different? I mean, I, mm. I guess and that's they a, should. right. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't they look different? Like, yeah. and, and how would they how look would different? They? How how does that? I mean, I, I think Good question. What they, do you think? I mean, well, I guess quickly in that forgiveness would abound. Yeah. Right. There's gossip. Gossip would mm-hmm. yeah. be shut down. Yeah. Right. I mean, which is sadly neither of those things are true in a lot of Christian relationships and friendships. Right. I mean, forgiveness still there's grudges. Gossip. Man, that that still fuels relationships. Doesn't matter if you're Christian or not Christian. Uh, right, I mean, did you hear about so and so? She's terrible. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait a second. But I, I, I mean, I do think that if if Christians if Christian relationships are going to look differently or are going to embody Christ, then they should look differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Ultimately. Yeah. And, and that's 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 on us. I and mean, that's why I think Christian friendships have to have a confession and accountability piece yeah. to them because right. as non-believers, as people who are falling into sin, they don't know any different. Yeah. So how do you expect to have accountability with someone who doesn't know any different? Yes. Right. But when you have those Christian friendships and those people in your life who you both are saying, hey, I want to be fully committed to Christ. Mm. And will you as my friend help me in that? And when I stumble and when I fall and when I fall into sin and do things that I know that is not God's heart and design for me, will you help me walk in that? And I think that that is what makes Christian friendships look different. It's two people who are committed to following Christ say, hey, this is where I messed up. This is where I fell short. Now let's get back on track and help me turn towards Christ. Yeah. So that's a huge question because that's a really hard thing to do, right? Yeah. To be a good friend and to tell your friend you're being a jerk or something like that. Yeah, yeah because doing... what if they hate me? Yeah. What if they you know, don't listen yeah. to me? Write you off. Cut I mean, you off. I, because I ask, like, that, those are the types of friends that I value the most. Mm. Is when yep. and, and, and Paul, you do this to me all the time, right? Like, hey check yourself or something like that, you know, in yeah. a, and, and that, that's what I, that's what I need. I need the challenge. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I value that because if I don't, I, I do not want people to agree with me just because I think something or saying something or, you know, working through something, whatever else. But yeah. So, so the, 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 the challenge of being able to say, uh, you see, we're in a, we're in a text group called the accountability yeah. Buddies, bros, I don't remember. Kind of build a buds, kind of like that. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. It's had iterations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. But and that was, I know that was the 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 desire behind that was kind of to to check in with one another. Yeah. And you know, it, memes and otherwise too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. Also a good part of that. But I think yeah, finding a group of people that yeah that do point you to your own. Uh, well, to Christ ultimately, and to the to this to standards that. That you say, hey, this is I want to, I want I want to crucify myself, and my own passions, my own desires, and, and and live for Christ. So if I'm not doing that, then hold me to that. That's that's the that is the standard. And 
and that's going to exist in Christian relationships, and then obviously in the non-Christian relationships, that won't <laughs> that wouldn't necessarily uh, uh, take place. And so they play a different role, I think, in in the need for community, and the need for connectivity, and the need for reflecting the very heart of God, which is relational, mm-hmm. um, and is not solitary, is not isolating, but it is uh, connecting. That there's unity uh, in in Christ. So what would you say to someone who says, I want that? I want those people in my life who I can have that relationship with, but I don't know where to find them. Where do I find friendships like that? What do I do? What would you say to someone who, you know, is looking for that? That is a yeah, really good question. Is that, I mean, like making friends as an adult is nearly impossible. Such a, it's, it's so, I mean, there's not... More than ever, it's hard. It is weird, yeah. right? I mean, and I think, I, I think, but I do think the whole concept of proximity and uh, an incarnational, hey, where are you? Who's around you? Uh, who has God brought into your life um, for however long, however season? Again, uh, you might have just moved from one place to another. You're in a new job or, or a new church or a new place or wherever. You're like, man, where is the community that God, uh, the, the, the accountability that I desire, that I long for, that I'm not, that I'm not seeing? And I'd say yeah, praying for that, right? Kind of having eyes to see that and then uh, being faithful to, hey, not just look for that, but then also, like you said, be that, right? Mm-hmm. So be that type, that type of friend and say, hey, this is going to be weird, you know, and it probably starts off pretty normal, like uh, usually probably serving together, doing something together, right? Uh, yeah, that's working what I was going to say. Just together. practically, like, serve. Go yeah. invest in a church, nonprofit. I mean, whatever it is, yeah. find something that you're passionate about right. and go serve and get involved. And as you do, you'll see other people other, with those same exactly. desires running alongside you. Yeah, totally. Definitely looking to be, if you are having that desire, then to be very open to and almost expect to be the one who's initiating those. Yep, absolutely. Um, the one that's going out, the one that's saying hi to people, the one that's uh, you know at least trying to get to know people and be acquainted with people, and then even being the one that's going to take it a step further of hey, you know I think it'd be great to you know get together again and like talk. I'd love to just you know hear more about your life and like just kind of find my place here. But being the one that if you're if you're wanting that, then to be willing to be the initiator for that, I think is yeah maybe yeah maybe guys put that on your heart for a yeah. reason right, yeah. and then yeah. you need that somebody else might need you to might be a friend for them. Like, yeah. you know, again, we, we're we're always so worried about putting people out and like uh, making people feel uncomfortable or whatever mm-hmm. else. And if so, okay, whatever you yeah. know. Like I mean, like again, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say that because there are people that do significantly have like social anxiety, and uh, and, and that's a real that's a real yeah, thing. And it's, sure. it's, I think it's more and more. I mean, especially as yeah. I work with students and whatnot. Uh, just the level of, of anxiety and specifically social anxiety that mm-hmm. exists with learning how to have friendships, learning, okay, how, how to we function in the same room. Well, yeah, seriously. Yeah. I mean, because again, we're, we've become so comfortable with not having, I guess with having connected relationships with, you know, other screen names yeah. or people on yeah. that, but not necessarily the whole, this is going then, back to, this is going back to social, social media. media yeah. round two. <laughs> then you always get to, be in control of how much of yourself you yeah. let out. And whereas True. in the room, in conversations, you're very much less in control of that. And, you know, how much you comment and how much you, you know, what kinds of things you post, you're always the one who's controlling what is seen of you. But like in real life, as you're talking with people and they ask you questions that you don't have time to prepare for, they, add, you know, they're talking about things that you didn't expect and, you know, they're asking you things and, it's not as if you can sit and think of what to say or any, I mean, you, you, you're less able to manage you know, people's perceptions mm-hmm. of you. Uh, so that 
yeah, like that could be a really anxious uh, thing. But it, again, I feel like if people that are really anxious that if they could have the experience of some really life-giving friendships, then they're like, okay, this, this is scary. And this does take definitely me stepping out a little bit out of my comfort zone, but it's something that I need. It's incredibly yeah. rewarding. Yeah, because I think a lot of people can, uh, yeah, have those service level, service level acquaintances and relationships. But in order to, in order to, to have that accountability and to go deeper, it's gonna, it's gonna take some investment, right? It's gonna take time. It's gonna take vulnerability. It's gonna take, um, and that's not easy, right? I mean, that that that's trusting somebody yeah. else with yourself, right? Which maybe. <laughs> The, the, yeah, there's maybe a very few people that, and, and again, you don't have to be friends with that. Like, so when, when, I, when I talk to students and whatnot about friendships, I don't think, that, especially even if they don't get along with one another, I don't think everyone has to be best friends with everybody. I don't. Yeah. I mean, they have to respect each other. They have to do all those things, all you know, all the uh, stuff that adults should do too. But in terms of friendships, um, you don't have to be best friends. With everybody, like I in mean, in fact, I'd say it's better it's to not be best yeah, friends with no. everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. to hold, uh, yeah, hold your heart, um, and uh, but but also not be afraid to give and to uh, to share your heart with maybe somebody that, that God's brought uh, alongside of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of like the different people in my life and how we became friends. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of funny. It's like how did we even really become friends. I, I mean, it's usually we were working on something together. We were in a class together. We were, you know, forced to be roommates or we were, you know, I, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever it was, uh, that, that, um, we were, you know, in youth group together. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. It's usually all, proximity. All like my, yeah, yeah. Proximity yeah. that had a really good conversation even about then, like I had a roommate for a whole year. I think it was a whole year. Yeah. My first roommate in college, nice guy. We, we got along fine. Never, you know, had any fights. Uh, I already know where this is going. <laughs> well, you probably know this is absolutely terrible. Uh, just to show you how nice he was, I was sick one time with a bad sinus infection. And, oh, no. <laughs> you know, we had just our small, small room, and I was laid in bed, and just kind of out of it, and he's, like, walking uh, in and getting things settled, and I sneeze. And, man, I just <laughs> covered him in snot, and it was literally all over his face. Oh. He's like... Dude, are you okay? <laughs> yes, like you have your own. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah that's he's a good, a good friend. friend. He's a really, he's such a good guy. I know. I'm Next like, time someone sneezes on you, yes, that, just that's ask a sign if they're right okay. There. But we also have not kept up. Yeah, <laughs> it might be because of that. It, it might be. I was never, never quite adjusted. But I was just thinking of well, yeah, the proximity roommates in college thing. But like, I again had some people in college that wasn't roommates with mm-hmm. or whatever, but really, yeah, chilled and. Sorry, Josh. Uh, just sneezing <laughs> on your face. Um, but, like, you know, spent all this time and just naturally went our separate ways. So yeah, like, why why some people and, and not others? But what you're talking about, I do want to ask. So, best friends. Like, the people that you're closest with. Like, how many do you think a person can, like, reasonably have? Like, is there, like, a number? Like, is there kind of a max? Like, do you think that there's a max? I even think for yourself, like, those people yeah. you can really consider best friends like is it really just one person is it maybe a handful you go ahead no I mean I don't think there's a number right like I don't think I could tell you four friends is the magic number right. mm-hmm. that you need to have um, but there is a you know a degree of how you can maintain each of those friendships and they all look 
vastly different. And for me, I'm not someone who has a million friends. And that's also not something that I desire to have. Um, but I do have a small circle of friends who I really live this out with every single day. And then I have friends, you know, who are acquaintances and who I know and, yeah. you know, have a relationship with. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I'd say there's a handful of people in my life who hold me accountable to this stuff and who I live life with. Like, I genuinely do life with them. Um, yeah, and try and be a good friend back to and to serve and to do all the things. But, um, yeah, I definitely say it's more of a handful for me. I'm yeah. not a... <clears throat> not just one person. Yeah, I'm yeah, not just one person, but, I mean, not a large amount either. I think there's a handful of people who I could really say... Yeah, this is the group of people I do life with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. But, I, but, I mean, you got me, Ben, so who else? I know. <laughs> is there someone else? Is there someone is there, else? Could there be anyone else? Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're obviously, again, like I said, there's been different friends that I've had in different seasons. Um, and, uh, and, and I think, I mean, the, the other unique thing, too, is that, I, I mean, I would consider my wife my closest friend sorry paul but my wife is closer <laughs> whatever the romance is over <laughs> this is a big um, wide side yeah right. <laughs> but uh um but uh obviously yeah the friendship uh, with her and um and how that's you know that, that's kind of and, and, and you know some this is funny too sometimes people think like you okay so the your your wife is one relationship and you have to have your other friendships and stuff mm. and whatever like it's like well i mean i do think it's healthy to have multiple uh relationships and not just be isolated and stuff but but uh, again i think that um i think that uh you know friendship in marriage is also yeah uh, is also yeah. helpful huge. it's huge I mean, for <laughs> sure i'd say i can't imagine how it work well uh, without otherwise. Yeah. Like, right um but but i do have i do have probably about yeah uh, i'd say probably under under five right now uh that are people that i would call and talk to and and talk through things with and i know they would encourage me and challenge me and uh and you know um and i get and that i'd say yeah under under five at a given time i don't think i don't know if i could i guess yeah be in if i could invest in uh those people like it's like i mean there's some people even in that five trying to think of like there's one or two that i haven't talked to in Mm. some time but I i still do consider them you know, close, really close. Really, like you can close. pick up right where you left totally. off. Totally. I don't know. If, is is that difference with guys and girls or no? Like, see, I, was... I have my friends where we just pick up right where we left off. Yeah. No one really cares. And then no, I definitely have those friends. Okay. Like, two of my yeah, best okay. friends from college live in a different city, but okay. when we hang out, it's like we picked right back up. Okay, know, cool. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I thought it was like, well, maybe it's just like a guy thing or something like that. But no, okay. Yeah, I would have. I actually would have kind of thought the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how us guys are. <laughs> You're all full of assumptions. Right, um, well, we got you know a few minutes. Just a couple more questions that I wanted to really unpack a little bit. So, relationships or friendships that have become kind of one-way streets, where you feel mm-hmm. like you're giving more than than they are. What do you do? Yeah. Do you say something about it, like especially if you're like, oh, okay. Um, is this right? Like, should I be upset or should I just kind of let it fall by the wayside? I mean. Yeah. And I think to that question, like usually when something like that happens, it's not a reflection of you as a friend as much as it is something is going on in their life. Right. So whether something changed, they moved, I mean, whatever the circumstance may be, I really feel like when that happens, there's an underlying reason for why that took place. Um, And so I do think there's a period of time, you know, to ask about it and, you know, say, 
figure out what's going on in their life that may have caused that or what the reason for that might be. Um, but I also think we have to have boundaries for ourselves in friendships. And, you know, if you are the friend who's called 10 times and haven't heard back from them in a year, you know, at some point it's like, you know, you have to invest in the people around you. And as much as you are giving to that relationship and desire for that relationship to continue, I would just say be the best friend that you can. And you don't have control over how people respond to that. Um, but just do the best you can to be that for people and draw the line when you say, okay, you know, I can no longer be in this friendship. I don't think we should be so afraid to walk away from friendships when we need to. Um, yeah. And actually, I think it's healthy and it guards your heart yeah. um, and protects you in that way when you need it. Wow. Yeah, I think it's yeah. huge. Totally. Yeah, I, boundaries is, is an interesting question. Yeah, boundaries of, of time and, and, uh, and, how much do you reasonably expect? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, I guess, and, and knowing that, like, the, I guess the, the, the history of, of a friendship, too, of just, okay, well, this is no longer, you know, we're not actually being, we're not actually friends. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's just, this mm -hmm. is, you know, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. I'm sure we all have Which, that yeah, person I mean, in our life who we used to, you know, be very sure. close to and time oh, yeah. and whatever yeah. else, yeah. you know, brings it apart. Right. But, but yeah, so I, I don't think I don't think that's a I don't think that's a yeah like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing yeah. necessarily. No, yeah. is is it could yeah, be I mean, a life cycle of a friendship. Maybe. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. Without a doubt, and that's and that's okay. Is that there might be people in your life that you need to say, hey, this person, while I love them, um, I am apparently not the right person to be a friend for them in this way, and uh, and they're draining or whatever else you yeah. know what I mean whatever else, and so it's like. Okay, I would set those healthy boundaries for yourself and, and say, okay, I, I, I trust them to God and say, hopefully somebody else can be the friend yeah. that, they, that they, they need and, and they can learn <laughs> what it means to be a friend in, in that respect. Mm. So I think that, yeah. But that's a, that's a hard thing to do. That's not an easy thing. No, uh, but be some painful sometimes. Painful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, usually, yeah, yeah in, in that context, yeah. for sure. Even if no one means anything no, intentionally. Yeah, yeah. It's right. just one of those natural things. Yeah. Any last thoughts any last questions any last things to unpack caitlin i guess i just you know give a shout out to all the friends in my life who hey you know i'm thankful for who you know the journey is not always easy but it's full of a lot of fun and i would just say that friendship should be fun yeah um and life-giving mm. and you know if you don't have those people in your life i would just encourage you um to like we said earlier to put in the work and to try and find those people um because i do think it's god's design but at the end of the day like i am super grateful um and don't take for granted uh, the people that god has put in my life mm. um, to do life with and to um yeah be on mission with as we try and be more like Christ um, and challenge each other and hold each other accountable. Um, I'm just thankful for God's design and friendship, honestly. Mm. No. Yeah, when you, were th when you were saying that, I think I, it was, I was struck with the fact of gratitude, of just being grateful for the friends yeah. that, and the people that God's placed in your life for the seasons that, that you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. in other words, sometimes we can be like, oh man, I really wish I had, uh, you know, this many friends or something like that, right? Or I, you know, I feel... I think a lot of people feel lonely yeah. in general, right? But if they, if maybe if they pause and think, oh, wait, no, this person really is there for me. Like, yeah. and they've been there. They've, like you said, they've shown up at different times. 
oh, maybe they're a better friend than I thought they were, you know, or, uh, or you know, it's something, something along those lines of being thankful and grateful uh, and filled with gratitude for the fact that it's being an adult and having friends is weird. And so it's kind of, it just, mm-hmm. it just so then being yeah. grateful for the fact that it happens and, and, yeah. uh, and then, you know, and prayerful to be, like you said, that friend uh, in the future and, 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 and learning what it means to, um, uh, to be in a relationship and, and challenge each other and, and care for each other and uh, yeah, be faithful in that. So I think, yeah. yeah. And I, I think the biggest part to this just came in my head, but like, don't always expect your friends to look a certain way and do things for you. Mm-hmm. I think the best part of friendship is just when you yeah. go be that friend to other people totally. and you'll see other people show up alongside of you. Um, but I think the more we can not have these big expectations of what friendships should look like and how many people there should be, the more freeing yes. it is to just go and love people. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really simple in that way. Yeah. I think kind of as you were saying that, whether you are the person maybe expecting more or you feel like people are expecting of you, like, I feel like it's important just to not overthink it yeah. too much. Like how you said, like, friendships should be fun. And yeah, mm-hmm. they are, like, they are work, but... At the end of the day, I feel like you can give them the benefit of the doubt. You can give maybe yourself the benefit of the doubt and just like not, yeah, not overthink it, but be genuine with how you approach things. And I think if something really bothers you with a friend, it is a good friend thing to do to not let that maybe sink in the way. But yeah, fester, like if it's really just sitting on you to, to bring it to that person. Like I'm thinking of my friends, you know, who said that. And honestly, what I would have never guessed that they wanted to be regularly talking more. And now I'm trying, and it's, you know, not quite there. <laughs> so I don't really know what to make of it. But, uh, but still, like, I actually genuinely appreciated mm-hmm. that he said that because I wouldn't have known. I would never want him to think I'm just, like, using him when I need him, and then I'm gone the next day kind of thing. Like, um, but, like, to have the courage to, to say something. And I think that's really important when people have so many different stages of life, different things going on. Like, if you kind of say what you're honestly struggling with, maybe it can bring something to mind. You're like, oh, wow. I really perceived it as this, but actually there's something totally else going on and it can be a chance for that friendship to, you know, have, you know, a longer life. Uh, yeah. My well, good, good friends, guys. Yeah. Thanks for being friends. 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 If you need a friend, just yeah. leave a yes. review. Yeah. It will be your friend. <laughs> yeah, we've never asked people to oh, leave yeah. a review. Well, friends. <laughs> that, like, that's things that podcast people that's do, That's what right? podcast yes. people do. Yeah. yeah. We're... Just not self-seeking, so we did not have <laughs> But we love some ad revenue, so, you know. No, just kidding. But I don't care. We, it is good to, to have these conversations. A lot of good things to think about. If you guys have anything. Hey, hey, actually, here's a challenge. We've, we've got our email address. Oh, I forgot about that. On our description for every episode. Let's see who listens till the very end. Got to dust off the uh, the inbox. You know, I don't think it's uh, gotten uh, anything in since Google said hi. Uh, <laughs> So, hey, we'd love to hear your experiences with friends. If any of this episode or any episodes have been helpful to you or different questions or anything you want to push back or anything you want us to talk about, that'd be a solid friend move. And we would be your friend. So we'd love to hear from you. Well, Kate, thanks again for joining us. Always, always a good time to uh, have you in the studio. Love chatting with you guys. Mm. All right, let's all go our separate ways. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Thanks for listening, guys, and see you next time. See you next time.